Welcome to the Osteo Connection, the number one podcast for osteopaths looking to expand their minds and improve their practice. I'm Kevin Longpray. I'm Jason Turnbull. And I'm Dr. Sean Landry. And if you're new here, welcome. This show is dedicated to bridging the gap between your formal education and real-world practice success. Join us every week where we share our combined 50 years of practice experience, talk tips, strategies, and interview rock stars in the business. We're live. The OC back. I have a frog in my throat, so if you hear me, <laughs> clear it. Oh, you're going to hear it. Very sorry. Yeah. Um, hear it. Welcome, the OC, the Osteo Connection. Back for another week. This week, we have my two guests, Jason Turnbull. Well, we're kind of not guests, but whatever. Sure. I'm called worse. <laughs> I'll, I'll take guesting. My two co-hosts, Jason Turnbull yeah. and Kevin Longbray. Thank you for joining me again. Sean, thank you very much. You're welcome. You're welcome. Kev is full of it today, so he's ready to go. I'm going to um, be the comic relief today. Yes, These are color and comic relief. Here we talk numbers, I do now. You're here to nail today. Yeah. So last couple of podcasts we have released have been um, in the realm, you know, more of in the field, intuition. Uh, we have a couple coming out, living in your heart. Today we're going back to business side of things, right? The waiting list formula. And what does that mean? Kevin, what does that mean? <laughs> Kevin, so, what does honest, it mean? I have no idea what that means. Um, <laughs> I know it's in our program. Yes, this is our, uh, this is our section, right? I I'd, show you my, I'd show you my show notes, but I'm not sure you can read them. That's just your handwriting. Uh, there yeah. we go. No. So the waitlist formula. Yeah. Uh, we came up with this formula actually when we were doing our uh, our boot camp or uh, what was that called? The reboot. The reboot. Yes, the reboot we did last year. The reboot. Which was actually a, an awesome success. It was a five day boot camp, reboot, reboot your retention. And when we were doing that, we were talking about the importance of retention. And what retention actually means is your ability to retain clients, to build out your schedule, weeks, months, and sometimes, right, Kev, years in advance. Years. Years, right? So um, retention is an important part of this formula. And now the missing the missing part, there's two missing pieces that we decided uh, needed to be added to this formula. Uh, and they were the new client acquisition, right? So that's important, especially when you're in the growth phase. So if you're, you know, you're listening to this podcast or you're watching us on YouTube, yes, we're now on YouTube, share, like, uh, put that notifications on, uh, subscribe, subscribe. There we go. Subscribe. I knew there was something else we had to say, but the new client acquisition is really the most important part, uh, when you first get started. Right. And it ends up being a, a significant percentage. Uh, if you're scaling your business, uh, if you're bringing on new practitioners, so there's always re- room for new clients, even for us, right? We, we occasionally still get new clients, uh, and it's fun. It's refreshing. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's great, right? It's a percentage, it's a part of the business. But where the formula really takes off is this is what it looks like. It's waitlist practice, right? Waitlist means that you have an always a waiting list of patients or clients needing to get in in times when perhaps you, uh, you know, there are circumstances unforeseen where you have a hole in your schedule, right? So what that means to us is new clients plus retention to the power of referrals equals a waiting list practice. All right, Jay, I said enough. I'm going to let you dive in there. I'm all confused. I'll send the calculus right there for a second. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, no, I think it's, um, 
Yeah, it's always important to have some new blood coming into, you always need new blood coming into your practice. I think what you're saying is that, you know, as we get more experienced and we have, we have developed a weight in this practice, less often we get these new clients in, but it's still a huge part of, of building. Um, so, you know, essentially when you're trying to grow your business and, and, and get bigger, and this is true for any business, there's, there's only three ways you really grow it. So first of all, you have to one, like attract new clients or get more people in to see you, right? That's the first thing you need to do. And then these clients you get in, number two is you have to have better retention. So you need to make sure that these people, you're giving them a good service and you you are taking them through their phases of care and establishing a treatment plan with them. And we call it patient visit averages is how often you'll see them, let's say within a calendar year, the more you can retain them and and they can see the value in coming to see you and not just being a luxury, but a value and a necessity to come see you for them to live optimally. That's the second part to, to grow your business. So once you've got you know, enough new clients coming your door and you've improved your abilities to retain them, you will end up being full, right? You'll end up having a schedule where, like you said, Sean, we're, we're three weeks booked, we're four weeks booked in advance so that, and you have waiting people to come in, you get a cancellation, there's a, you know, someone gets sick or their child gets sick and they have to stay home. You've got a list of people that are ready to come in and fill that spot for you so that you then can forecast and you can, you can look at your, the money you're taking every week and it's, it's, it's the same, right? If you're seeing 40 clients a week, it's always 40 clients a week, you know, barring maybe one or two that a last minute cancellation, but it's usually 40. So then you can start to then plan your life out. It gives you a lot of freedom. You can go to the bank, you can have, you know, you can make those transactions. You have a, a, a consistent earnings from there. So number one, to grow your business, new clients. Number two is to retain them. And the third way to grow your business is then to increase it to increase the amount of cost per transaction. So mm-hmm. that's when you take your fees and you, you know, with quality, with the, um, with the, um, I was going to say they're not quality of life, but the uh, cost of living as the cost, cost of, of living, living, you know, tends to go up every year, then, then your rates should reflect yeah, that, that you have to stay in, in touch so that your basic needs are covered. Services, right? Dollar or cost per transaction can be services, can be other things that you offer in the clinic, right? Exactly. Courses we were just talking about before, or if you're a practitioner, yeah. thinking of other ways of generating revenue, we have a few ideas for you coming up on different podcasts. Well, we'll, we'll talk a bit about yeah. that today. Yep. That's uh, awesome, Jay. All right, Kev, I saw you. Well, Jay was beautifully, you know, giving us the rundown. I saw you actually taking some notes. So I was drawing stick, man. Stick, man. So what do, you, what do you have to share with us? New client acquisition, I think you were here. Well, about I tackle. think you tackle. guys summarized like the, the gist of what of what we're talking about. But the, I think the important thing, too, is then to um, the importance of targeting the right market to have that um, uh, that base of clientele that's waiting to see you because they um, align with how you work. They align with the message you're putting out to people. So that's one thing to 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 realize is that when we talk about culture and and what you want to give out as a business, it's very important to really define that to the target market you want because then that is what's going to create those people waiting on the bench to see you. One, two, the people that will potentially, like you said, Sean, um, when you can then start to expand your business and offer other programs that maybe these these same people will be interested in because mm-hmm. they, they've already kind of aligned with the way that you think, the way that you're delivering the message, and they'll want more from you uh, at that point. So this is another way of generating revenue where you can develop these programs to help these people out with whatever it is that you're interested in. So it's important to really kind of narrow that down so that you can have a good idea on what you could put out there to draw in more people to again have that waiting list practice. So I guess it would 
directly reflect your target audience, right? So if you've, niche, if you've niched down, you yeah. know exactly what kind of practitioner you are, you yeah. know exactly what kind of client you want to attract yeah. and you enjoy hanging out with, you yes. enjoy spending time with, you enjoy, you're, you're, you're passionate about osteopathically, right? And, and we've got a previous wise. podcast that we've done on that. If you can search back in our history, we've done one specifically on that and how to find your target market, well, how to identify and target. So and 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 defining for yourself what it is. So it all starts like what we've always said, right? Defining what you what you want as a, a vision and what you want as a the culture of your your business, which is actually going to then reflect out to that market that you're trying to hit. So. Uh, these are really, really important. If you haven't done that, go back and, and see. We have we have quite a few podcasts on v- things that are yeah. in and around all that. Exactly, building your tribe. Yeah, when, yeah. There's a few things yeah. that we have there for sure. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah. So that that makes complete sense to me. So that's your new client. Where do you and find it, these people? Well, it makes sense too because yeah. well, you'll find that when you're in front of the right person, that's when we're in our state of flow, right? That's where things come easy to us. The connection is there. They and those clients tend to get better faster. They're involved in the process. So hey, it makes your your job much more enjoyable as well right so you're not struggling you're not trying to convince people you're you're you've got the right person in front of you so it's it's a great way to start because those are the ones you ultimately want to keep coming in for sure sorry sean i cut you off no that's perfect where so so how do you get in front of these people yeah i think there i think there are many solutions for this so number one is like what we've talked about before which i do believe we talked about in one of the last podcasts of maybe a bit was the going out in your community oh yeah yeah. so that's number one that's super easy right so wherever your practice is is that delivering that same message of, of being in service to others and whatever that that view of being in service is for you, uh, making sure that you relay that to the people that are out there that you meet. Um, Craigslist was a big one for you. What's that? Craigslist? Craigslist yeah. Craigslist Those ads you put out there? Yeah. yeah. Uh, MySpace. MySpace was MySpace big. Encounter, was big. Encounter, encounters. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Dr. Greer was on his website. Um, <laughs> then... Then I guess, you know, obviously through maybe you have a newsletter through your clinic that's going to go to your current patient base that uh, putting perhaps good information out on various things that they could share with people in their families and in their entourage that to grow that aspect of things. Then there's a generalized topics too on uh, social media for sure. If you have a presence there, uh, just to try and do things that you really enjoy so that you it's not hard work. It's really something that you're just trying to put out there that's more uh, constant so that you can be seen. The more you're seen, then we start to develop this following. And then, and then yeah. and if, and if you're an associate at a practice and you join another practice and you know, there's certain, you know, dysfunctions like digestion was a big one for me that you'd like to, you'd like to work with. Then you can also have these l- l- learning events, right? You can have a, a free seminar at night. You can post it in your clinic you're already practicing at saying, I'm going to do a, you know, free seminar on a Thursday at seven o'clock and on, on said topic. And you know that those people will come in. So that's you know, injury specific, but it can be runners or it can be football players or golfers, people you want to get in front of. You can do a golf workshop saying how you can, uh, you know, gain 10 to 15 yours in your drive by coming to see this seminar. So you might throw it in well, with your hand. What I, what I would say too is if you know... If you can throw the ball farther than you can hit it, <laughs> you need some work in your golf game. True. Just going to put that out there. That's true. If you, if that's you, how I hurt my shoulder. <laughs> Yeah, everyone look over there. There's a bird. Yeah. <laughs> and then throw the sand up after. Yeah. Um, Cough at the same time. Yeah. Just hides everything. Um, <laughs> if you, what I would say to some of the young graduates like, that uh, come work with us or, or our program is, is if you knew what you had, right, could help people, would you keep it to yourself? Right. Yeah. 
Um, and fortunately, fortunately for us, right in the profession where we we you know, we practice, we know we can help people, and we know what we do can make people well. So you've got to get in front of, like you said, Kev, that target audience. So then just yeah. reverse engineer. Where do these people like to hang out? So for, you know, from my experience, right, when I first moved back here from BC, um, you know, I, I, what did I like? Badminton courts. Badminton, right? No. What, did I like, what did I like to do? I liked working out and I liked playing hockey. So right away I was like, well, where do those people, where do those people hang out? Elementary schools, we're going to have Yeah. So. Tiny we tots. Tiny tots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll, so, no, no, so, don't no, do it. No. Um, do so it. what did I do? I went to CrossFit gyms. I went to different hockey organizations and I said, I can help your athletes be better athletes. I can help them with injury prevention. I can help them with recovery from injury. Performance. Um, perf- improve performance, right? Yeah. And and then I, I booked a bunch of talks with them. And honestly, it's not hard because you know what you can do. Can help. You know what you do can help people, right? So that was that. Yeah. I'm sorry. You didn't like my just uh, your mug. My mug. Wow. Yeah. The giraffe oh, mug. Is that, I don't know who's, is that who's a Regan? Oh, that's not yours. No, no. Okay, it was, sorry. It was in the staff. I didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> I'm like, in, my God. If you yeah. can't see, if you're Let's listening to this, because now this is on YouTube as well. If you can't, if you're listening to this, uh, <laughs> I'm I have a classic. I have a giraffe. Yeah, it's a beautifully painted giraffe with a, it's a giraffe about to get married. Floral headpiece. Yeah, mm. and it's a, but it's a great vessel for holding my water. So, some cloudy water. So, yes. Um, so yeah. So the new client acquisition. So there are there's literally probably hundred ways to get in front of your target audience. Yeah. So you got to be creative. You, you, uh, we said it. Meet your neighbors, community groups, uh, sporting associations, libraries, chamber of commerce, um, business networking groups. This is how to get in front of your audience. Corporate now, speaking. One of the things that we we talk about in our course, and the one of the things we talk about. When you meet something, it's really nice. Let's say you, you know, you're not, you, you, you're, you're being nice, you're being helpful, but it's always nice to have something to invite them to, right? And that's what we used to do here with uh, before COVID. We got to get that going again. But we had our foundation, we had our foundations of health. So you always had something. So we had a seminar series that we would offer monthly called the Foundations of Health, and it was just so nice because even with our own clients, we could always invite them to something. And it was great. Created a community feel. Went above and beyond. They would they would bring people. Them a bit. Well, they would bring friends and yeah. family members that we hadn't yeah, yet had the ter- had the time to meet. Yeah. And it it was amazing how many new patients we would get for that. So if you're out and about in the community, to just the ability to invite someone to a free health talk like that is huge. So that's something we talk about in the MBO program, but it's also an amazing, useful strategy. Um, so that's new clients, right? Uh, and then we talked about, we'll, we'll do another podcast on this, but KPIs, right? You really need to track these numbers in order to understand where you are and where you want to go. So new client acquisition is definitely worth knowing. It's worth knowing how many new patients you average throughout the year, break it down per month. So you can come up with some other numbers. We won't dive into that today, but that's the first part of the formula. All right, retention. Jay, I'll let you do that. Yeah, so we spoke about that a little bit actually at the start, right? at the start in, in one of our uh, recent episodes. So yeah. retention just being 
you know, retention with authenticity, right? So depending on what phase they're in, I think the easy way for us as, as therapists to understand what we mean by retention is, is, you know, educating and empowering your client and walking them through a comprehensive treatment plan. So getting them to understand what, what status that why you swapping me is freaking out here. <laughs> getting them to understand what state they're currently in and then, and then sharing with them your plan that you make together of, of, of walking them through their path towards health. So you do this by understanding their goals. Their exactly. Wants, right? Exactly. And you're, and you're understanding what phase they're in. So you can discuss how, you know, perhaps they're coming in and something's more acute and it's inflamed and it's painful and they're not sleeping properly and they've lost range of motion. And you understand how, you know, at the start, it's all about frequency over time. Like how often do we need to, how often do we need to see them at the start to, to kind of get through those barriers? And so as you can kind of appreciate that normally that's seeing them a little bit more often for us every week, every two weeks, whatever, at the start to get that process going. And then, and then transitioning through the phases as they, as they start to um, respond to treatment. So then you're starting to gap it out and you're, you're normalizing mechanics and you're restoring core stability or whatnot. And then throughout that whole process, you're kind of, you know, providing more, right? The empowerment part, teaching them about their body, teaching them strategies that they can do to not have to come as often and then to learn more about it. And then they start to really see your value and they go from coming in because they need to see you the best. to going in because they want to see you yeah. and they understand the value and they feel the difference when they come in on a certain consistent basis where they can then tackle the things they want to do, whether that's, you know, getting down and, and playing with their kids or coaching their kids sports or playing sports with themselves or whatever stage of life they're in. It's, it's a way to understand that osteopathy has now become a part of their life. And as you're in this business for as long as we have been, that's, that's our practice. That's why we don't see as many new clients as we used to. And we have a team around us that takes the new people that come in is because our retention is better. And we've really kind of transitioned them from needing to come to wanting to come. So remember we talked about this. Retention allows you to see if you have any problems with your communication. Exactly. Right? Good point. Yes. So that's the best thing. And you can track this number as well. Jason, you said it before, but it's patient visit average exactly. or client visit average. Kev's going to get the details about that. <laughs> yeah. He's going to dissect that for you. Can't wait. But this is, this is very important because, again, knowing these numbers allows you to see where you are and see where you want to go plus any fixes you need along the way. So patient, uh, this retention... Um, aspect of it is so important because as Jay say, said, it allows you to establish um, goals for your patient. Uh, it allows you, and this is built upon, like we, we said, if you haven't listened to last week's podcast, the, the wow factor, right? So during your initial evaluation, <clears throat> sorry, there it is. You are, Good uh, you're getting a feel for exactly what this patient or this client needs and wants um, in the dialogue and the communication, and then you can map it out over time so that they have an effective plan, they know where they're headed. Uh, you can always come back to the initial phase and what we talked about report of findings in another, in another podcast, but they have a game plan. You can refer to that game plan. They can refer to that game plan. It, it, uh, it, it just it lays everything out for them. They know where they're headed. They know when they're gonna get there and the outcomes are better. And obviously you're doing this with your clinical expertise. You're not just, you know, no one's getting the same blanketed program. Exactly. The program's designed for them uh, using your intuition, using all the clinical skills you, you collect, uh, knowing, you know, with proper rehab and whatnot, but it's, uh, it's amazing. And which allows us to then layer on 
the, when you do all these aspects, you end up with the power of referrals, right? So we talked about this last week as well. Go back or a few weeks ago, go back and listen to that. But referrals, right? Referrals are kind of the bread and butter. And what we say is every, you know, happy, wowed client is going to refer 10 more on average and possibly more. Some of your raving fans are going to refer clients for the rest of their lives. And this is amazing because again, when you combine the retention strategies, the communication strategies with all of these new referrals, you can quickly see how your waiting list will grow and grow and grow. Hence the formula. So what do you think about referrals, Kev? Uh, that was too long. <laughs> I, I... Wow, we blocked out there for a second. I blocked out there for a second. That's so many good things to say, but now I forgot. Uh, no, like I agree with what you guys are saying. The I, I think retention happens through the proper education and exactly what you just said. I it has to be specific to that person that's in front of you. So, like you have this target market that obviously, in a general sense, is the same kind of uh, type of person. Let's say, um, but then you got to. The art of all this is really to get down to what does that person need? Uh, and if you can really address that and use the language appropriate to uh, guide that person in that right path, that's when that person will refer. Um, uh, like it happened this morning or yesterday, there was someone that came in a new patient. Like Jay said, we don't get new patients that often. So the woman comes in my office and says that her, her husband and her two kids are already signing up. Mm. They've never been here before, but it was another person that had referred them in. So <laughs> all of them are coming. They were, this awesome. person referred them in and the whole family is here without even having met me yet. That's uh, amazing. So the idea is, I think I should really cancellations in the front. Yeah, really. She's told me there's <laughs> yeah, I, say, for now. Uh, I, I was wondering what that big gap was. In my... <laughs> oh, no, but the thing is, is, is if you can, um, uh, align your message uh, with truly what you enjoy doing, yeah. then you're you're really going to hit it out of the park because it's not going to be hard work. It's going to be what you enjoy doing on a it's regular fun. basis. Yeah. So then it, it's not hard to retain people. It just becomes this easy thing that, and and on the on the opposite side of things, when you do get maybe someone that doesn't fit that mold, it just won't fit. So yeah. so you you tend to have the right Send people that are going to be in your business. <laughs> Send them down the hall. <laughs> Which again then leads to you being able to also have this opportunity to, to uh, offer other uh, services above and beyond what you do yeah. when they're in your office. Well, you open up the, you have some, then you have the opportunity. Psychological to counseling for the. Yeah, you have the opportunity to put other hugging sessions. Other like-minded people can come into your practice that way. Yeah, don't keep the ones that are you're struggling with. It allows more space for the ones that truly should be in front of you to be there. Like Jay Jay offering the back shaving services. That was (laughs) genius. Big hit. Huge hit. Huge hit. Not now because it's freezing outside, but (laughs) the summer. You can't get an appointment in the summer. It is just (laughs) jam slam. You're an artist. Good for you. You're an artist. I really have really enjoyed that part of my practice. I bet you do. Um, so that there you have it the wait list practice in a nutshell so it's a waiting list practice equals new client acquisition or new patient whatever you're allowed to call them in your jurisdiction (laughs) Um, plus retention to the power of of referrals equals the wait list formula 
um, a weightless practice is uh, is amazing. It's a shirt in the making. And then you, it is a shirt in the making. And then you end up with a whole other set of problems, right? Trying to get people in. But uh, that's a good problem to have. We should do a podcast on that. Actually, that's during our MBO, right? That was one of the recurring yeah. one of the recurring problems we had. What do you do? We had some we had some scaling practitioners, and uh, that was one of their biggest holdups. Was uh, you know I want to take care of everyone, and right? What do I do? So I was a uh, that's when you offer other programs. Yeah, exactly. I, I actually, coming back to this week, remember Jen earlier last week, she said, oh, Sean, you got a, new, a bunch of new patients this week. And so for, I had a new patient. Circus was in town. The circus was in town. All the contortionists I treat. So, um, so, so from, yeah, so from the, uh, oh, man. so from, Weeks before Christmas, uh, I had a new, I had a new client and, um, yeah, it was crazy. So they were literally the first, you know, months down the road, the first week that I had availability. Feeling booked. Oh man. Like, I'm like, oh, he referred to, he referred to, he referred to. No Four way. referrals from, uh, is all his, uh, his crew, his team. From, That's awesome. Uh, from his construction. Uh, so funny for his search. So they team. His troops. Not his beauty leopards. <laughs> his dance, his dance troupe. There's all his dance Irish troupe. dancing. Yeah. Anyways, they were my schedule and uh, it just shows you the power of referrals. So, uh, live in action. Awesome. So it takes some time. You got to look at your numbers a little bit, right? To, to know those averages and stuff. So, yeah. but it's very important to, to spend that time working on the business, not just in it. So this is from all of us here at the Osteo Connection. Um, and from know, the circus. And from the circus. We love you. We love you. You're good enough. You're good enough. Strong. Strong, strong smart enough. enough. God, God. People love you. People love you. Um, no, check us out on YouTube. We are now on YouTube, the Osteo Connection, uh, Advanced Mentor or Osteo Mentorship, I believe is YouTube, just like our website, osteomentorship.com. Mm-hmm. There's lots of information there on our MBO program uh, that we have a wait list open. So sign up there for the wait list and we will see you at eight mindful minutes Mondays on, you know, the socials, LinkedIn. 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yeah. Mm. And we'll be back every week. Here on the OC, check us, you know, in person on YouTube and in your ears, your earbuds, wherever you listen, <laughs> wherever you listen to us. You want to traumatize your brain. Ha- yeah, if you want to <laughs> have a wonderful week, we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Ciao. Peace. Thanks for checking out this episode. We hope you learned something. Or not. And if you haven't already, subscribe here to the Osteo Connection wherever you're listening. And hey, it would mean the world to us if you would rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts. And if you're still listening at this point, thanks, Mom. And if you're offended how much we've made fun of Jason, tune in next week and be sure to share with a friend.